I've heard several people say that they won't forgive anyone if Trump gets elected because we spoke ill of one of the candidates. They believe that if we criticize a candidate that we are just giving more fodder to be used against the candidate during the general election. On the face of it, that does sound like it should be true. People, especially online, used a myriad of negative slams on Hillary's record that was used by burners in the primary that was used later against her in the general election. However, 2016 was a bit of a statistical anomaly as there were only two viable candidates for most of the campaign. It was very, very black and white, good versus evil, David versus Goliath campaign. This time around, going into the primary, we have eight viable candidates. Statistically speaking, the more candidates in a primary, the better chances of that party winning. The criticisms are more diluted. The party overall is talked about more. More ideas are discussed and are borrowed from each other in the general election. There isn't one singular bad guy to hate. Knowing all of the negative about every single candidate is difficult. One thing we did in 2016 poorly was to remind people of the scale of comparison. When we were arguing between Bernie and Hillary, when compared to each other, one was evil or incompetent, and one was good or competent. This created a false mindset in many, that the one they were against was just as bad as Trump. And then, when the primary came around, 10% of Bernie supporters didn't vote, or voted third party, and 10% voted for Trump, because as had been collectively established, Hillary was worse than Bernie, therefore she was just as bad as Trump. As 80% of Bernie supporters voted Hillary, they certainly didn't mean that, but the trolls hyped the us-versus-them fight to ensure that since she wasn't Bernie, and she was believed to have serious problems, she was just as much a human dumpster fire as Trump. They used legitimate and sometimes illegitimate primary criticisms against her, without contrast to Trump, to kill any nuance and scale of comparison. Hillary bad, orange man bad, therefore Hillary and orange man equally bad. I'm going to vote orange man because Hillary equally bad and at least it will be funny. Then the past three years have been a nightmare of stripping civil liberties and the courts being replaced systematically with pro-corporate, pro-dominionist judges. Hillary would have been more status quo, but in no way comparable to Trump. However, primary criticism is absolutely essential. If you can't compare the candidates and know their flaws or shortcomings, you will have no idea why one candidate is better than the other. You might as well go into the voting booth and just go with the one that makes you feel better or you feel is more youthful, presidential, or attractive, or just pick blindly. The purpose of a primary is vetting. You want not only a discussion of the best ideas, but you want everyone's dirt out in the open so you can know the problems the used car you're buying has. The last thing you want in any election is to have an October surprise where everyone has a last-minute shock about the flaws in the candidate, so you want all the dirt laid out on the table. This most likely happened when Comey reported the FBI was investigating Hillary's emails, which turned out to be nothing, making people even less likely to vote for her than they had been before, sealing the final nail in the coffin. Many people wait till the very last minute to pick who they're going to vote for. They all have flaws and you can easily make one look evil and another good if you cherry pick from one and not the other. That is a very dangerous path. This sort of thing will help Trump get elected. Not making your case for your candidate is bad for democracy and your candidate. Not making your case against another primary candidate is bad for democracy, your candidate, and that candidate if they get elected as more October surprises can pop up. 
The way to argue for your candidate and against another candidate is to make sure you religiously always bring Trump into the discussion and compare the candidate you're dissing to being still so much better than Trump and give examples. This will keep your disagreements with that candidate in perspective and proportion and you will not only be helping both of the primary candidates but helping people make a more informed decision. Assuming people know you think, say, Bloomberg may be the worst of the candidates in the primary, but is far and away so much better than Trump, is what got us Trump. I have tripped up and been bad at this in discussions in the primary on occasion. When I'm in a group online and I assume people all agree and know I'm voting for the Democrat no matter who they are and Trump is a cancer, I'll drop that and have a heated discussion comparing both candidates, and it ends up making it look like the candidate I don't prefer is altogether evil and toxic and just as much so as Trump, when not kept in perspective. So no, criticizing a primary candidate is both good for your candidate because you have made a case for them, good for the candidate you don't like because there won't be any surprises before heading into the general election, good for the party because you will have helped to vet the best candidate, and good for democracy because people you have talked to will make a more informed decision. But if you don't bring Trump into the discussion to contrast the candidate you don't like with how much exponentially better they are than Trump, you will be helping re-elect Trump, giving us another four years of nightmares, and the planet and our constitution can't handle another four years of Trump. So thank you so much for joining me on my podcast. I'm sure there was nothing controversial about this, and everyone will happily get along in the comments section, which you can do on the YouTube version of this video, or my Facebook page, After School Democracy. Link in the show notes. Just a reminder that I'm Anubis2814 on YouTube, and I have over 500 videos on different topics that I've made over the past 10 years. Please subscribe, and if your podcast site has the option, give me a like or review. If you think what I have to say informed you, consider supporting my Patreon. I'll be doing this podcast weekly and try to get it out on the same day, so I hope to see you here next week, ready to be filled with new ideas. Take care. This channel is helped tremendously by the generous supporters on Patreon. A big thank you to the wonderful Joe Taylor, Elias Garcia Guevara, and Ogrel for their support at the $10 a month Wapawet level. Please consider donating to my work if you can, and thank you all for listening.